If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everybody, welcome back to the a and After Show, powered by Anime NYC. We're here to talk about the latest episode of Attack on Titan. I'm Lindsay Loveridge, the executive editor at Anime News Network. This is Jackie Jing, our a and video lead, and this is Jane Speckett, our AOT expert and reviewer over at Anime News Network. And we're going to talk about episode 71, uh, Guides, right? That's the title? Yeah, Guides. Yeah. But before we get to that, we're going to talk about a couple headlines. So get you up to date with some of the latest news out of Anime News Network. Um, all extremely important, especially uh, this latest one that deals with cake. Everyone here likes cake. <laughs> it's the most important food. It is like the most important food group. And um, Great British Bake Off, um, I have a, a real soft spot for it mostly like i watch it and then i really crave um warm sourdough bread and then i never have any and it's like torture and then i just watch another episode but um we had a, a season eight finalist um created this lapita cake it looks really good it Gorgeous. looks rad yeah. um you can see he did like these really intricate carvings in the yeah. sides of it, like with the doors and everything. And that tree there, I mean, it might as well be broccoli. Like it looks like a real tree. I was going to say, it, look, it looks Beautiful. Ve vegetal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the banger here is uh, Stephen Carter Bailey. I want to give him a shout out before uh, before I we talk a little bit more about it. But Stephen Carter Bailey, so he was a finalist for season eight. And he also won the New Year's ba uh, British Bake Off for 2019 and he's made some really really amazing stuff but this one i was just kind of blown away by it yeah our comments are like i want that cake life is nothing without cake i, I second that yeah. the, i the the cakes that are that beautiful i don't want to eat them yeah like, it's like, like, I can't like a sculpture yeah exactly like i'm like that's so pretty i don't want to eat it um, but props, dude. Like, I would never be able to make a cake like that, let alone I can't even make a fun fetty cupcake. So, like, props to that, dude. Jackie, those, that that comes in a box. You just have to add the eggs and oil. Girl, <laughs> I like somehow find ways to burn things in the microwave. So, just oh, no. I'm not blessed in that department at all <laughs> whatsoever. I, I went to school with a guy once that confessed that he uh he like ruined uh. Craft Easy Mac, which if you're not familiar with it, is just like a cup that yep. you just pour water in and put it, it in the microwave. And he forgot that, the water. 
Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. bad. Mine blows yeah. up. Like I'll be like, ah, oh, dang it, I overdid it or something. But <laughs> forgetting the water, dude. Like, come on now. Yeah. Like, I think my no. I I am an amateur baker. I feel like if anything comes out good, it's mostly by pure luck. So like I tried to make a Harry Potter cake once. It wasn't like themed, but it was flavored. It's supposed to be flavored like um butter beer. Ooh, yeah. And it required like a lot of molasses. And um <laughs> it turned out really, really good, but I don't I don't know how I did it. Like every time this happens, I was like, I don't know how I did this. Um, yeah. that sounds amazing. Even if you did that by mistake, I'd be like, hell yeah, props yeah. to me. I've definitely never created anything that tastes good. So yeah, mine will taste good, but it won't look pretty. Like I don't know how to do any of those decorating techniques, or you know, where they make like the frosting look really nice or anything. I take a butter yeah. knife, I put it in the Pillsbury tub, and then I spread it on there, and we're good. Like for that show, the British Bake Off, like how much is presentation? Like is that a third, or like is it how big of a part is it? Because I it's feel a like pretty, it's, it's a pretty big, big part. part. Is yeah. it? Yeah. 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 I've never watched that. Good, I'm good. Like, I don't care how it looks. <laughs> good. I'm yeah. good. And yeah. I feel like so many things look good, but then how does it taste? So I wondered what the grading system was for that. But yeah, okay. I think they, they, they did. I mean, I think they give more points for flavor ultimately because that is yeah. like, the most important part. But yeah. if, like, if it looks like trash, like that's embarrassing and you don't want to. Yeah. If you're a contestant on the Great British Bake Off. Lindsay, so I've never seen the Great British Bake Off, but my wife and I have watched a lot of Nailed It on Netflix. Oh, and, that one's fun too. Yeah, uh, decoration looks hard, but to your point, Jackie, I feel like a lot of those cakes. I, I feel like the interior probably tastes great, but all that fondant yeah. probably tastes awful. Um, Ew, fondant doesn't taste That was no. <laughs> that was yeah. a that was actually a stipulation for my wedding cake. I'm going to sound really snobby here, but I was like, I don't want any fondant on it. Please use like actual cream cheese frosting or. Mm -hmm. um, uh, buttercream frosting like that's what we did it. we did yeah. that one for yeah because it's kind of like a clay you know it's yeah texture and taste better be good i don't think you're being a snob about that at all like that's yeah. gotta be top priority for sure yeah um yeah. also today's a very special day it's the first day of march no oh oh it's someone's Girl. birthday it's someone's it's birthday. birthday today. Happy birthday, Chunli. Yo, my girl. Yes. I don't know about y'all, but like Chunli had like a huge impact on my youth. Like, um, obviously, like Street Fighter Alpha was probably one of the most played games in my household. And um, you know, for me, as like an Asian American woman, like I was like, whoa, like here's an Asian American woman who's like kind of like a main character. You know what I mean? So like she holds like a super special place in my heart. But um She's 53, but she don't she look doesn't 53. Miss a, she never misses leg day. <laughs> no. Not, I, maybe that's the secret. Maybe, like, every day of leg day you don't miss is an extra day you get. Uh, does that mean I have to do squats? I think so. I think so. Oh. It's the thunder kick, Lindsay. Once you master the thunder kick, you're fine. You will yeah. look like how you do now at 53. So that's what we need to do. We'll somehow yeah. learn it. Yeah, I forgot what that combo even was, but anyway, I was just like, we got to talk about Chun Li. Yeah. So. Chun Li, like as you were saying, I was I was one of those uh, kids that if I had a fighting game, I always played the female player. Like, yeah, always, except for um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was always Raphael for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, come on, but 
but for everything else, really? it's always yeah, he's the best turtle. What are you talking about? Wait, what, which one. one did you say? I think you said you Ra were Raphael, Raphael, the red one with the Raphael. Oh, girl, oh. yeah, I'm an yeah. Aries. Of course, you and I were yes. picking Raphael. Yes. I thought you said Rockabilly, like the um, oh, the like the rhino with the mohawk. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, why though? Like <laughs> well, Raphael. I don't know why I heard that. But yeah, yeah, if we played Turtles in Time or anything like that, it was always Raphael. But for Street Fighter, yes, I was always Chun-Li. And I always thought she was so cool because she was like, because she was buff, but also like she had amazing kicks. And like you could do like that flying spinning one, like all the way across the screen and stuff. She was a badass. Is yeah. Chun-Li the archetypal step on me uh, character? Like, is she like the, is she the, the queen of that entire demographic? Pretty much. I, would I mean, so, she yeah. could definitely do it. She'd break your spine. I was gonna say it'd be it'd be fatal. It'd be the the last time it ever happens. But I think that's part of the allure. I think so. There is a big obsession with her thighs. Like, I mean, I'm I played sand volleyball, so like I always like had a big appreciation of her thighs. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, like and like Lindsay said, like when we were growing up. I mean, I love Sailor Moon, but like all those girls are like rail thin. You know what I mean? So when you saw like Chun Li out there, you were just like, oh my god! Like she's like athletic and super cool. Also, did you all ever see the anime movie, the Street Fighter anime movie? It is one of the, I love that movie. Okay, so yeah. it's like, it's Jackie to a T. It's all action. They're playing <laughs> like metal music and Chun-Li faces off against Vega. Do you guys remember Vega? He was yeah. a really good looking guy. And yeah, so with the like, he had like a mask. Yeah, he like comes in, actually Loki really creepy. She's like taking a shower and he like sneaks into her place, but then she metal music's playing and she kicks his ass in. And then she there's she does her like um thunder kick or like her like crazy like triple kick where she's like upside down and she's just grinding his face. And you know how he was super vain, you know, like he's yeah. really vain about his look. So like not only does she just like kick his ass, but she just like takes away like the one thing he's like so like precious about. So honestly it's probably one of my Power favorite move. fights of all time, yeah. like exactly. anime wise. Seriously, you guys should Google it. Like, cause it, yeah. it's playing this nineties metal music. It's like, it's just ridiculous. Uh, I got to <laughs> confess. I, re I remember that fight yeah. because as a young, as a young child who just discovered uh, the, the local library's extensive DVD collection okay. and the fact that they, they didn't really pay any attention to like what was in the anime. They just kind of assumed it was all fine. Um, yeah. when, when, I, when I was a kid and I, I discovered that Chun-Li had that shower scene, fight scene with Vega, I, it was one of my immediate uh, checkouts that I, I passed around <laughs> to all of my friends at school. Um, <laughs> the movie's good too. It's a great oh movie. My God. I guess my gut for that. That's so funny. There's like, I actually remember that movie fondly. Exactly. <laughs> now you remember. It's like, like Jackie. It's like you said. It was formative. It. it was a formative <laughs> experience. Yeah. Formative for both of us in completely different ways. For me, I was like, yeah, stand up to the man. Like you can kick his ass. And then James is here, like Chun Li's hot as fuck. <laughs> we got one, right? We got one. Yeah, so we I get one. Before I have to mark like explicit in iTunes. I know. Sorry, I kind of cut it off. Y'all, audience couldn't quite tell. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know what the rule is for partial. Did you all see that article? Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was a joke. Um, okay. but, oh, no, I, but I can't remember which side it was posted. Maybe it was Jezebel, but it was um, it was when the Mortal oh, Kombat yeah, yeah, trailer yeah, that dropped. Was I saw that. Yeah, it wasn't a joke. I don't think. I, think I don't think so. I I mean, it was a joke. Like, why isn't Chun Li going to be in the Mortal Kombat movie? <laughs> it had to be a joke. There is no way. It's not a satire site. It's not. 
Oh my God. If that wasn't a joke, that's just, oh boy, someone got fired. (laughs) I mean, I'm like, I hold that. Do they mix up? I mean, they don't look alike at all, but I mean, are they mixing up Chudley and Sonia or like? Or Katana? No, No, because there were pictures of Chudley in in the article, like, you know, screen caps from Street Fighter. I just, (laughs) it was very confusing. Oh, oh boy, Lord, that's bad. That yeah. had to be a mistake, or like it had to be a joke. That had to. Be if it was, it wasn't like it wasn't very well executed. Like they added like an oh, edit at the end that was no. like, uh, "We've been informed that uh, the reason Chun Li is not going to be in it is because she's from a different franchise." I guess it's like crap on my birthday. I, <laughs> had that know, edit in it. April oh, then it was everything, thing. but like, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a big boo boo. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> even when I was growing up playing, like. I like both of them. Like, obviously, yeah. I love Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Both of those games are, like, completely badass. And again, like, yeah. Lindsay, just seeing, yeah, yeah, seeing, like, Mortal Kombat had so many great female characters. Like, so mm-hmm. I, I love both of them. I like but it was Jade. Just, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, Katana, I dressed up for her for last Halloween. Like, I was um, walking around West Hollywood, just 6'5", like, Katana. My friend dressed up as Jade, Lindsay, so it's so funny. Nice. Jade. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a big thing in LA to um, go to like this neighborhood and it, everyone's like in costume and everything. And so like everybody was just screaming. And I was surprised that they remembered it because the game is so old now, you know? But oh, yeah, like, but their, their designs are iconic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We did yeah. the old school, you know, when they were all in the same turtleneck kind of unitard. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. It, it was like color swaps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they had the yeah. same exact character because back then, like the animation was like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they were just like, we're, we're just going to change, change the, the color. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. On this and call it good. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that is really bad if that was not a joke. Yeah. I didn't know. I thought it was a joke, James. Like well, I thought, I, I mean, maybe it was. It was, I, I, it was I very odd. The benefit of it being a joke, but. I see oh, no benefit. Oh man, but that's bad. Anyway, Chun Li, happy birthday! We love you. Yeah, for real. Um, and then like the last big piece of news thing that dropped is that uh, Attack on Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia, got a new uh, trailer for the upcoming season. It premieres at the end of this month, and I'm Yay! super stoked because they got the Peggies to perform um, a theme song for it. And for people who aren't familiar with the Peggies. They did uh, the ending song for Sarah Zanmai, which like was stuck in my head for like three months. It, it's so good. So good. So if you don't know the Peggy's, like go go look them up. They're a great band. But what are you guys they most hyped about from the lot, trailer? Right? The Peggy's, I said the Peggy's are pretty big, aren't they? Um, I don't know as far as like album sales or anything like yeah. that, but they, they did a Boruto theme and they did one for Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. They had a song okay. in there. And then there was one in Rent a Girlfriend. They did the opening for oh, that. Oh, Rent but... a Girlfriend. That's like a big one. Yeah, I was going to say, I definitely heard the name before. So um, I thought the opening song was good. Uh, I thought the trailer, it got me hyped and excited. You know what I mean? Like, so it did what it's supposed to. Um, I like Class 1B. I actually just coincidentally was watching uh, the arc with them. Like, I think it was the beginning of season two or somewhere around there. And um, I was just like, oh, they're so cute. And we already knew they were coming from past teasers, but I was just like, okay, like I'm excited to see them and just see what they do with them. So those are my- That's the show I need to catch up on. Every time I see a new advertisement for it, I'm reminded of how much I like it. Uh, But there's there's just so much of it to catch up on. It's it's one of those things that's gotten a little intimidating. 
But I, yeah. I know I'm going to do it eventually because it's it's just so good. Where are yeah. you, James? Gosh, um, I think where I left off, the uh, what's his name, the 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 Yoda looking guy had just shown up. <laughs> oh wow, you're um, the little 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 teacher man. Um, it's All Might's All Might's teacher. All Might's oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. Gran Torino, Gran Torino. I was like, why? Yeah. You know his name? Oh, um, right. I don't associate him with Yoda at all. Like, I was trying trying to think of someone who's I actually got it, James. I just remembered him, like, jumping around and being about. weird. <laughs> yeah, and he's yeah. really small, like, in comparison. Um, yeah, I mean, James, I thought season three was, like, one of the, like, best anime, like, seasons I've ever seen. Like, I really like season three. Uh, season four, I thought that the first part was epic, and I get a lot of arguments with people over what was better season three or season four, but the second half of season four is like, you know, it's filler and stuff like that. So mm. it was kind of, I don't know. I don't know what Lindsay thinks. Like I thought season three was off the chain. So like James, you haven't even hit like the good parts yet. In my That's opinion, people keep telling me. real good. <laughs> yeah. Everyone yeah. tells me. Yeah. And it I'm does excited for like the upcoming season a lot. I need to recap on it, um, like the last season. I think before it premieres, just kind of refresh because a lot of things are kind of mixed up in my head. But it's like the order that things happened in and where people are and how they left off. So I've got to go revisit. But uh, still yeah. kind of excited to see. See, so I know some some of the future stuff that happens in the manga that it probably won't get to yet. I won't spoil it here, but um, I'm excited to see that in the anime adaptation eventually. So. There's a lot of cool stuff coming up to look forward to for sure. Nice. I think that's what our next show is going to be. Probably. I mean, people are although just there's so a lot of really good stuff coming up next season. Is um, there? It's loaded. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys want to like see what's coming up next season, we're going to have a watch along trailer stream. We do it every season, and we'll have one coming up in about two weeks. We haven't confirmed the date of it yet, but I'll definitely tell you guys here when the date of it is. But the how that rolls is it'll be me and Jackie and. A third person and we'll watch every single every single trailer for each show for the entire season and usually that ends up being like 30 plus trailers so it's a real fast way to like see what everything that's coming out real quick and kind of have a quick take on you know what to write down what you plan to watch what you don't so yeah honestly if you are a true otaku i love our watch party because yeah. it's like there's so many trailers dropping at random points and there's so many shows that like I'll just miss and then someone will be like, oh, didn't you see that trailer? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't even like hear about this show. So like our team works really hard to get like everything together all yeah. in one place. You watch it. We're like having a fun time. Like, you know, we're having very candid reactions to yeah. some very absurd stuff sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it's a riot. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Like, yeah. So I'm like, check it yeah. out. We're going to be dropping info on it soon. Um, yeah. Also, this is exciting, everybody. We got a sponsor for our podcast. I know. Oh, yes. yes. So bear with me, y'all. I got like a minute long script here that I need to like read with my newscaster voice. So um, really quickly, we want to thank our newest sponsor, eBay. Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair that you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. 
Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Nailed it. Yay. Yeah. But this is super exciting. Um, you know, I think it's great. We launched the show. What is this? Our third episode, fourth episode? Like we we just have like a couple under our belt. Yeah. yeah. Episode. Guys, we have more than 50 viewers right now. So hey, that's a good yeah. release too. Wow. Yeah. Hey, hey everybody. So we're we're first time viewers, you know. Yeah. Here. So yeah. I'm proud of us. Um, but obviously, like everybody's here because obviously they want to talk about attack on Titan. And um, man, this this has just been a wild season. Like all three of us have been saying that repeatedly. But before we get into that, just some show rules here, okay? The after show rules. So one, we will talk about spoilers from the most recent episode. Make sure you're aware of that. Uh, two, we will not talk about manga spoilers for future episodes. Three, do not post manga spoilers in the chat. And I think some people were saying some stuff dropped in the manga that was like pretty heavy hitting. So please don't ruin it. Yeah. Nobody likes people who ruin stuff. Like don't I did it. to Lindsay today. <laughs> <laughs> I it's okay, we're still friends. I, James, Lindsay calls me and I don't even let her say like, hi, hello or anything. I'm like, oh my God, when that dude got blown out the window and then like, <laughs> the whole revolution, like she literally didn't even say hello. And then she was like, Jackie, I haven't seen the episode yet. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, time out. Okay, so I'm going to watch it right after this call. <laughs> Like Aaron's revolution, and I was like, oh. so Jackie, you're that person okay. that's walking out of the movie theater at like after Star Wars premieres, and you're just yeah. like, oh my, like right past concession stands. Exactly. Can you believe like, that? Kylo Ren shot Han Solo. Sorry exactly. for everyone who hasn't watched that by now, but it's a couple years old. So there's like a yeah, little kid exactly. cosplaying as Han Solo with tears in his eyes, like. <laughs> I am that girl and like the next group is waiting to go in and they're like please don't say spoilers don't say anything and I'm just screaming yeah that was me so anyways, <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay forgave me but I I literally was like dead silent I was like <laughs> you know, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man. But um, yeah, so not that was a big spoiler. That was uh there oh, okay. So James, I was talking to you before the show started. Yep. I was bored the first half of this episode, like, <laughs> like Jackie style. Like I was like, God, damn it. we need like intrigue. I, I know exactly. Like, they're explaining a lot of stuff. I'm not a fan. And, but then of course I literally looked right at the halfway mark. That guy gets blown up the premiere. <laughs> Here's the image. Thank and you. Anna, NYC. He gets, he gets uh, exploded real good. Exactly. Yeah. We see half a corpse go flying out of the window, like through the sky like this. And then the most haunting part was when the body hit the ground. And it was like, not even like a thud. It was like this awful sound. I literally was like, I had With to a rewind sack it. full of spaghetti. No. Oh my gosh. It gives you an exact sound. That was, it, that really, I don't know how else you would describe it. But then I was like, oh, okay, now it's about to get real. And then the rest of the pace in the show was like crazy after that. So yeah. for um, the 65 people watching now, James, can you hey. please let them know, like just recap them on kind of like everything that happened really quickly or like the big points you think. Yeah. Well, I, know, I know you said the first half was a little boring, but I'm not going to lie. I was pretty excited because we got to see Hitch again. And I love Hitch. Uh, I and she was... Too. 
she yeah. was teasing uh she was teasing Armin for um for getting all uh uh I guess getting a little too close to to crystallized Annie there. Yeah. And that was that was fun. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Um, fun fact. Really cool. uh, this is a a true a true bit of um, breaking attack on Titan behind the scenes news. Uh you know um Hajime Isayama is kind of infamous for um like naming and designing characters after like real world like historical figures. Um yeah. that Pixis is uh, very infamously based off of the the Japanese general whose yeah. name escapes me at the moment, but um, it's very easily Googleable. Um, uh, I've seen a lot of things saying that Irwin is is named after or designed after a very famous German general, and so and of course you know half the cast is named after battleships. But did you yeah. know? And this is a true fact that Hitch is actually named after the romantic comedy starring Will Smith and Kevin James oh, about the matchmaker no, Hitch. Who... James, I cannot right now. <laughs> no, I, I was listening to so intensely. Last episode, but you had to work in a Will Smith reference. I mean, hey. what, 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 what is a podcast without a good Will Smith reference? No, oh, um... my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so Hitch is back and, and, the the story I think basically reintroduces her to um, uh, to fill out some of the ranks of the I guess the original scouts who are um, not in on all of the explosion based chaos that is to come mm-hmm. um, because you have all of the recruits that are are basically siding with with Aaron and the um, the people that are in favor of the new Eldian Empire um, and then we have uh, Dot Pixis speaking of which who is not interrogating he's kind of having like a like a tea time chat with Yelena about mm-hmm. whatever went down between her and Aaron, because uh, she does admit that she went to see Aaron in the days leading up to his um, jaunt over to Marley. And mm-hmm. uh, she confesses essentially that, yeah, no, we, we, uh, we, we convinced him to work with Zeke and to follow Zeke's plan um, in order to, uh, you know, re- to get him to wreak vengeance on Marley. Like we've always wanted Okay, I have a and question. And Dr. Pixis has a very interesting reaction to that, which... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Did Hitch used to have a different hairstyle? Because people are making... a little bit different before. Okay, because mm-hmm. people are making references about, like, a hair straightener and stuff. And I'm like, what? I didn't even remember that. So her hair's changed a little bit? Yeah, uh, just, like, the texture, I think, a little okay. bit. Okay. I mean, I think part of it is Mappa going back, like, going a little closer to this, the style of the manga compared to <laughs> Wit. Um, Sorry. <laughs> um, they're all crushing on hitch so everyone's like hitch kind of cute right now so i'm like yeah hey right. hitch kind of cute um <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean i think every character has had a bit of a hairstyle change um you know mikasa got her hair cut short armin yeah, yeah, yeah so. hair. yeah yeah you're right everyone's kind of changed up a little bit aaron's got a man bun Oh, it's yeah. Like, this is a little yeah. late to that trend, though. Like, like, that trend like yeah. yeah, Aaron's looking like he's fresh out of his, like, uh, second-year poli-sci course and about to play some guitar in the quad. But um, all of his songs are going to be about genocide. It's, it's going to be super oh, awkward. But, um... <laughs> I cannot. Okay, oh, that's probably oh, my favorite moment of the show right now, so I'm just going to take note, James. James... <laughs> What is with your, like, where does this stuff come out of your brain? Like, I'm just like, when he was talking about the ending for Attack on Titan and literally, like, just described the end of Evangelion and the whole time I was just like, 
this is genius. I love things. It, it, um, it is my useless skill. Um. <laughs> not useless. But, honestly, before, I'm, I'm, before we get I'm, into the heavier stuff, I did want to say, because you brought up Hitch and Armin and Armin checking out Annie. And yeah. I just wanted to say that uh, Hitch accuses Armin of crushing on Annie and mm -hmm. he does not deny it. Oh, he blushes. So, he's got a he's got a whole blush. And then he just on. sort of like changes the topic. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, no, how I, like, is this like a sleeping beauty type situation, you know? Like she's yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, a little weird. Well, and as some as some weird, people yeah. in the comments have pointed out, it has been a little while since I've seen the first season, um, like yeah. seven years. So yeah. forgive me if I if I'm forgetting like some big scene, but um was there ever anything like back when Annie wasn't a rock? Did Armin like have like a thing for her, or was there? Did he ever I have like an unrequited? I don't really I, remember. I remembering that too. Yeah, because I know like, there was, it was sort of like a big thing about trying to win her over a little bit as far because she was very cold. She was yeah, always like yeah. pretty standoffish. Yeah, and I think I don't remember if she kind of warmed up a little, and then the betrayal happened, or or what? Yeah, I don't know. That. Feel free to remind us in the comments if we're yeah. uh, forgetting like a big uh, shipper scene between the two. But um, <laughs> but no, I think you're right that like they're definitely they're building that up because I think it's pointed that he's going to her like anyway to kind of like work out all of the the, the inner turmoil he has over how to deal with Aaron and how to how to mm -hmm. solve this conflict without resorting to bloodshed. And that, that little joke about him having a crush on her, I think is definitely, you know, planting seeds for future developments, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a lot of other seeds planted in this episode. I mean, so we, you know, showed the corpse, but we didn't really give context for that. So the the, the body that's flying through the window there is the premier who, yes, the last moments of Zachary, uh, I forget what his last name is. His name's Zachary. I'm uh, Zachary is his last name. He's um, Darius Zachary. Darius Zachary. Okay. Yeah, he sounds like a Mortal Kombat villain. Yeah, he does. Um, so what happens is there is a lot of there's there's factioning happening within um within the Paradise Eldians. Uh the Eldians outside of the military have sort of picked Aaron as this figurehead for justice for them. And they've started to cling on to the idea of the new Eldian empire. And that phrasing is really important because there's a difference between an empire and a republic or a democracy. An empire is imperialist in nature, typically. So it's it's the idea that they're starting to rally behind the idea of um, Eldian su supremacy. At least yeah. that's the way that I'm interpreting it is that, and they see, um, they see Aaron as the figurehead to lead that um, mm -hmm. because they agree with what he did in Marley as far as like destroying the um, capital and all of that. So, and they've been pushing, um, man, I always screw up their name, Hanji. Mm -hmm. they're, they're pushing Hanji for clarification for answers, but they're not being transparent. Uh, Hanji isn't being transparent in the, uh, the Eldian Republic is that what they're actually trying to establish? I think so. Yeah, someone, someone in the chat. Yeah, someone last week mentioned that in the manga, there's like a, there's like a even a specific line in that last episode where Hanji like insists yeah, it that it's like the Eldian Republic. Right. Yeah, and that wasn't actually in the the episode itself, but it is in the manga. So Hanji is not being upfront about the uh, about how they're going to handle the Marleyan threat, which is causing. Um, 
disruption among the people who want to see more concise action immediately. And they've picked Aaron to be that person. Uh, and that has spread within the military and administration itself as well. So, I mean, uh, Aaron's been in jail, even though it's been established that he could leave whenever he wanted to, and no one would be able to stop him because of his, his Titan powers. But, um, mm -hmm. so that's sort of building up in the background we have, uh, until it finally explodes. And we basically find out that there is, uh, spies, I, I don't know if you call them spies, dissidents within, yeah, dissidents. Within, Insurrectionists, I guess. Insurrectionists, I mean, yes, within yeah. the, within uh, the Eldian Republic that want this Eldian Empire. They plan to free Aaron. And Yelena had at least something to do with that. And in that she met with Aaron prior to uh, him going over to Marley to supposedly like plant the seed in his head. But I mean, she claims that that's as much as she did and that it wasn't really deliberate. And then uh, Dot Pixis tells her to tell him everything they talked about seemingly with the motive of lying probably to the the um the rest of the military and the administration so it, in my mind dot pixis has has picked a side um yeah. which is which is the Jaegerists. um and when shit hits the fan uh he <laughs> argues <laughs> that, <laughs> he argues to, that they should actually defer to Aaron in order to keep the peace so that they don't start cannibalizing each other and fighting. So he's like, hey, we should we should surrender to Aaron. And you can tell everyone hates that idea. They're like, hey, let's uh, not do that. He just like killed a bunch of us. You know, they just like blew up uh, headquarters by putting a bomb chair. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, it was specifically the poop, the, the, the poop chair, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what our language level is after that one. But yeah, it's the poop chair. Do you guys remember that from season three? No. Oh yeah, that was like Zachary's whole bit was when uh, it was when they were doing the uh, the coup against the um the king or the fake uh -huh. king, um okay. and uh, Zachary was one of the ones that was helping the um the uh, the previous insurrectionists overthrow the king and and have the military coup d'état, and yeah. uh, at one point Zachary like kidnapped this official guy who I'm pretty sure didn't even have like a name he was just some random official but he he tied him to that chair, um that specific chair that that uh. Uh, gets pointed out before yeah. his office blows up and the chair has a tube that gets um, shoved into its victim's butt. And then they have to eat their own feces. And um, Zachary was just like super jazzed about the whole thing. He was loving it. Um, he, uh, he, he was, he was loving and flipping it on that, that official uh, in order to get whatever information they needed about um, their, their coup. So. Um, oh, Muted. I'm sorry, I was muted. Uh, then they were going to connect him to that chair, and he would have to be naked, and they would parade him around the city in that chair. Who, James, who do you remember was, that? Who was paraded? The, that guy. He was just some guy. Yeah, he was just some, was some guy. It, yeah. And I was not, it had to be season three. And I'm yeah. not going to lie, when that went down, I was like, okay, Attack on Titan, this is just weird. Like, it was excessive. <laughs> like, I was like, I know y'all are weird, but like, that chair was extremely excessive and strange. Yeah, it, yeah. it was like, it stood out because like the show's been never boring, it, but yeah. it was like a made in abyss moment where it was like, I must have blacked it out. I must have yeah. like literally blacked out when yeah. it showed up and then like- I don't blame you. 
I was so, so for that thing. to be the thing that ends up being, you know, leading to his demise. I was demise. wondering why, why Armin and Mikasa, when they were in the office right before it blew up, they like looked at it and I was like, why are they having a reaction to that particular chair? I, it looked like a torture device of some kind, but yeah. I didn't like know there was like feces involved. But yeah. I was like, oh, are they insinuating that he's got, because I think he had just talked about Aaron, like how he wasn't going to let them talk to Aaron. Yeah. And they see the chair. And I thought the implication there was, He's yes. going to put Aaron in that torture chair. Yeah, yeah they and know how so, Zachary does. <laughs> they they yeah. know. They were yeah. like, okay. Oh, so, Lord. Okay. Good. Zachary's gone. I don't know. Yeah. That, that poop chair was some weird, weird That's, attack. Yeah. That was one of the moments in the show is like, I'm. do I want to watch this? Do I want to continue watching this? Oh, I'm not going to lie. That was a moment for me. Like, I was yeah. like, I don't know about that one. Um, oh, oh, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, there it is. Thanks for my NYC. <laughs> oh god oh, look at this I really just, sucks though i want to unsee this i yeah, don't want yeah. I, that's how you know he's a uh, bourgeois is this the frilly socks is the frilly socks yeah so, so yeah they um armin and mikasa leave <laughs> on that note on that note um armin and mikasa leave the office um with zach being insisting they can't talk to uh aaron to try and talk him out of stuff and right before it blows up they see uh three folks heading that way and I took note of what was on their jackets because you know that's how they define the different parts and they were all um if I saw it correctly they were all military police they all had yeah. the unicorns mm -hmm. on the back and so then I was like hmm Lindsay wants to do some sleuthing who's you know who do we know that are in the military police that we've been introduced to so far and one is um Dot Pixis right is mm -hmm. military police um yep. and one is Hitch she is also military police. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I don't, but I don't know about Flock, who I think he's, he's a scout, scout. recruit. He's, he's scout. one of the he's one of the three scout recruits that got in trouble last week for leaking the information about Aaron. But they haven't actually shown him on screen. No, they have. No, they have. He, have? he was. I must not have recognized. Did he also get like a new haircut? He got a new haircut. Yeah, because like, his old haircut was really distinctive. It reminded me of a rooster. Like he had red hair and then he kind of had this thing like it looked like a giant cowlick in the middle of his head. Yep. And yep. so I looked up his name after watching the episode. I was like, oh, okay. I remember that guy. He's the cowardly dude from like Irwin's last stand. Um, yep. So I don't know. Uh, Flock was on the, um, he was on the airship when uh, Sasha died. And he was, oh, he was he was toasting he, okay. to the the empire. He was before that, they were on a roof, and he was he had like some conversation with John, and I was like, oh my god, I remember him. But I was like, he got an emo haircut. He looks like Justin Bieber now because he's got like okay. the, like comb over, you know. Yeah. Old Justin oh, Bieber, I, okay. I, I guess I guess Flock's not a recruit anymore. That's right, because he was he was already there with the with the the battle of uh, Shiga and Sina where um where Irwin yeah, died. But out, the yeah. other three were recruits. Yeah, yeah. And he was kind but of he, leading them. He's definitely, we've seen him like a couple times now, but it's been very brief and Lindsay, yeah. his hair did change. So like I at first was like, is that that kid who was like whiny all the time? You know, he was like, always like, I'm too scared, right? I was like, oh my God. But now he's the complete opposite and he's like extreme. And actually someone, I think Felisa was saying in chat, like she was like, I don't like him. He scares me because he's too extreme. Cause now he's like the other way. Like he was, um, you know, when obviously like Aaron killed children and tons of people and like it was it was a massacre. It was like awful. And I think someone was having a reaction. Maybe it was maybe it was Connie. I just remember. And then uh, they showed Floke and Floke was like, no, they deserve this. They deserve all of this. It was like very random. But he just like oh, showed up. Yeah. saying that. 
Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's been hardcore just pushing the the nationalist pro-military. Yeah. yeah. He fell into a rabbit hole on YouTube and now he's never coming back out. Well, yeah. and um, it makes it kind of makes sense, right? Because the um the people that the the citizens that were kind of pressing up against the gates of the uh the the military offices and talk about yeah. a you know talk about a loaded image especially in 2021 oh, yeah i was gonna break into that after we kind of got into the details of it but like some some part of the, this episode definitely gave me like uh flashbacks yeah to, uh, january like it was like that especially when yeah. they had doctors come in and he's like yeah, they did a bunch of bad stuff, but we we have to keep the peace inside. So we should just. I was like, holy! I know shit, this was written like way before this happened, so I know it's not deliberate commentary. Yeah. Holy crap! Like I know, but no, but they were all their their slogan, the um, the give your heart slogan. That that was um, if I'm remembering right, that was Irwin's kind of battle cry. That was like his. That was kind oh, of his motto was to, like, to give your hearts to to uh, parodies into the cause. And um, now it's, it's become a rallying cry for extremists. That's cool. Yeah, well, and Flock was there, right? When Irwin, um, yeah. when they did that suicide charge. And so it, 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 you can kind of see how there's uh, this kind of cult, not cult, yeah. but this, this, um, this, this uh, militaristic extremist. fervor. Yeah. 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 And, yeah extremist. The revolution, as I told yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, and, revolution. Um, and Aaron is sorry. like heading up the whole thing. So, I mean, he, Aaron still kind of remains a puzzle to me in that, like, know, because yeah. we don't exactly know everything that went on with Yelena and we don't exactly know everything that went on between him and Zeke. And so it's, it's really hard for me, like, to kind of get a gauge on like where he's at um like emotionally and ideologically at this point uh it does seem like next episode i'm gonna finally get my levi content um because they're going to the forest where they've been keeping zeke the whole time yeah. like they made note like at the end like after this happened they're like okay who knows where zeke is and who knows where historia is because they need both of them right and so historia is pregnant like in this safe house out yeah. Out in the countryside, yeah. In the countryside. And then they also brought up Nicola's restaurant as like a thing as what well. not Nicola. Nicolo? Nicolo, yeah. Nicola. Nick. I'm calling him Nick now. Um like yeah, so Nick. so they you know they gave him a restaurant um to to run and they're talking about how they've also placed these Marlians in particular positions that might also end up being advantageous to uh, the rebels as well and the situation with the volunteers so the volunteers are all from other countries as i understand it right it's like yelena and i wrote his name down this time in and yeah, Kompon. Yep. And yeah. And i wrote that so down too yeah i'm assuming there's more of uh more volunteers than just those two that came over to assist them but then they were talking about how well if yelena ends up being uh considered a threat or a uh liability that they could also end up rounding all of them up too um well yeah they will because they um because hanji pointed out when they were discussing with uh Onyakompon about the um basically about how the the volunteer unit got started and how mm -hmm. um you know he and yelena and the others you know basically performed um you know assassinations and, and other acts of subterfuge to to kind of uh push zeke's agenda into um to sabotage Marley. And Hanji made a point of, of referencing how how strange it was in retrospect that uh, Yelena pushed so hard for 
the Marleyan rights, you know, for the Marleyan POWs to, to be able to get jobs and to be able to have work in like, yeah. you know, service positions. And, right. and that she, she hates them. The yes. She actually hates them. Yeah. Because yes. And so, yeah. So I don't know, like, it could be that like, uh, Nicola and all of them are actually kind of working with the volunteer unit. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was kind of the implication that Yelena had placed them all there very strategically so that they could, you know, coordinate some kind of plan. So but, are they um, always poisoning folks? So. Yeah, what's happening? What's going to happen? Who's going to get poisoned? <laughs> I told you it'd be important. I, I was focusing yeah. so much on the poisoning a couple episodes ago and you're like, Lindsay wants to I'm know just... who's going to get poisoned and now it's important. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the restaurant, I was like, okay, like, obviously, someone's gonna get poisoned. But like, do you what are you guys thinking is gonna happen? Like, what is that foreshadowing? Well, I have I mean, no idea. I mean, he's Marleyan. Yeah, close Marleyan. But he has built allegiances or or with um, Eldians. Yeah, Sasha. We do know that um, Gabby and Falco are mm -hmm. on their way there with Sasha's parents and other adopted children. They're all going to that restaurant. And the thought was initially that since it was a Marleyan restaurant, maybe he could help Gabby and Falco get back to Marley. So there's a lot of like things that could happen depending on how Niccolo feels that day or where his allegiance is really at. If he's, wow. if he's, if he's going against his Marleyan heritage, like he's decided that the Marleyans were, were ultimately wrong now that he's lived among the Eldians for so long, maybe he'll kill Gabby and Falco. But then on the other hand, is the previous God. people that, but the previous people he was poisoning were um were Eldian officers who were bad mouthing Marleyans. At least that's yeah. what it was implied when he showed the wine. So I really but did don't he actually poison them, or was he just like or just being stupid. Do I don't. Yeah. yeah I don't See, know. so Felisa put, I'm hella confused about the wine. I thought Niccolo was on the Eldian side. So I'm glad I'm not the only one because I was like, but I mean, Lindsay, you said too, like, we don't really know what the hell he's going to do. Yeah. Like, it's like, is he going to potentially poison Gabby and Falco? Like, yikes. But then but he'd be, I mean, would he be poisoning them? like the whole. Browse family because that's like Sasha's so. family. And I, yeah, I kind exactly. of a woman think that they won't do children? that. Yeah, because a bunch of they're kids. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know, man. Like I was like, what does this this restaurant scene mean? You yeah. know what I mean? So like yeah. I guess I mean I wanted to say it can't get that dark, but I mean we're talking about Attack on Titan. We just so showed the poop chair, so now I'm not really sure anymore. <laughs> oh don't my God. show the there it is again. Again. Yeah. anymore. I hate that image. I literally like that, that made me almost unwatch the show. Like I was like, okay, okay, like, okay, Attack on Titan. Like, let's reel it in a little bit here. Yeah. Um, so uh, basically I just want to make sure we have everything ironed out with like where we are in this like revolution or what's going on there. So like yeah. Aaron is out yeah. thanks to like this little um, coup d'etat essentially like scout recruits and some scouts essentially right am i on the right page yeah. still yeah. and they're going to try to find historia and zeke and um basically is it pixis commander pixis he yeah. was like we need to get to zeke before aaron does and be like yo we're on your side like we're here with y'all you know which people are a little bit iffy about by the way everybody it was like the most exaggerated like shaking and sweating like everybody yeah everybody was like 
Do you remember that? Like it yes. shows like eight. Yeah. It showed like 12 people. And I was like, obviously some people are not happy here with what you said. Like I think they're making it pretty obvious here. Anyway, yeah. that's a side note. But okay, so they're going to try to get to um, Zeke first and just be like, hey, we're like on the same team essentially. And then Peck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, peak. yeah. Peck? I don't know. Is it peak? peak? Peak. Is it peak? Peak. Okay, like, what the effing hell? Like, what is she doing there? Well, What's going to happen with her? She's, she's over there because, um, uh, I was going to say Erwin. It's not Erwin. It's a Reiner because Reiner and her and um, uh, Cart Titan. No. Porco? Porco. Porco. Porco, yes. Porco, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because they, they all talked about how, and they decided that they weren't going to wait. They were going to invade now because it was yeah. Zeke off guard. So she's yeah. she's there possibly with others, but at least, you know, but she's there to initiate that. So she's on parodies right now. Yeah. Okay. So are the, all of them there or is it just peak? We don't know yet. I mean, that was, uh, yeah. that was almost like a stinger at that point. They're like, by the way, she's here. And that was like the end of the yeah. episode. So. Oh Lord. Okay. So what are we thinking is going to happen here? Like, I, I, I like, what are we thinking? I mean, I don't know that draw. Honestly. I mean, I said this at the beginning of our chat. I thought it was so boring. And then the second half of that episode, it was just moving like a mile a minute for me. You know what I mean? And I was just like, Whoa, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was wild. Um, so I, I hope that all of the other Titans are there and we're about to see another like giant clash. That would be kind of dope. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I really don't know. Like, I mean, at this point, why would they stay? Like, why would they stay in Marley? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's strike while the iron's hot, like strike while there's confusion. Like, so I, I do like, I'm, I'm hoping the whole squad's there and they're ready to get revenge. And man, I hope they are pissed. And I'm saying this and I sound like I'm on their team. I don't even know whose team I'm on anymore. Like I'm like cheering for all of them. Um, yeah. and then I, I'm like Lindsay too. Like, I don't know how I feel about Aaron. Like, I'm like, he's okay. on my bad list right now. Like, you know, I mean, you know, empires are bad. You know, there's, yes. there's like a reason that that's like the shorthand for, for villainous, you know, evil yeah. nations in, in every fantasy story of yeah, the last hundred years. Empire. Yeah. So if, yeah. if he's like pro empire or if he's even like helping the pro empire people, it's not good. Yeah. 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 Um, like I said, I can't tell where Aaron's headspace is right now, but regardless um, what the people he's aligning himself with, as far as like the, this 100 odd scouts and flock or flake, however it's pronounced, um, and their intention of restoring the Eldian Empire, like as soon as they said restoring the Eldian Empire, it's like, nope, not on board for this. Not in any way on board. For this. So is that flock now? Is that what his hair looks that like? Is, yeah, that's flock. It's him so, now. Yeah generic now it's like an uh, archer okay. haircut it's kind yeah of, just i mean bieber it's just haircut. like a, yeah, yeah justin bieber haircut is pretty, justin pretty on um pretty on point i mean like aaron might have a man bun but i can't i can't stand by what while he that is a man imperial, bun imperial. Just, oh, so absolutely. tell me that is not a man bun come on it is. Is so yeah that's a hundred a man bun. okay yeah uh, yeah also he had his little like modeling moment where like he's like putting on his jacket and they're like I'm pretty yeah. sure what's been, I'm pretty sure what was going through his head was, God damn, I look good in this jacket. I think yeah. that's exactly what was going through his head. Yeah, for real. Yeah, no, um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not down with what he's him and his his little like 
uh, faction are selling right now. So I'm um I am team uh Hanji. I am team Hanji 100 percent I completely understand their like overwhelming feeling of like this crap because I feel like from their perspective they're watching like a ship sink and they're trying really hard to like they've got a bucket and they're like trying to like get the water out and people are like hey why is your ship sinking they're like shut up I'm just you know I'm trying to focus here uh and then like a fire starts in the engine room and it's just it's just screwed so I'm definitely like like, yeah yeah I'm definitely team Hanji um I am highly suspect of Aaron and what he's doing um you know, I kind of want to, I want to hear what Zeke has to say. Yes. And I think we're going to get that in the next episode for sure, because it looks like just from the episode preview that in the name of the episode is called the children of the forest, I think, um, which is where Levi and Zeke are right now. They're in like some forest. He like left him up in the woods uh, to chill. So I kind of, I kind of <laughs> want to get a sense of like where what what Zeke's end game is because that might give us more insight of what Aaron's ultimate goal is but as for where he is right now it's no from me yeah. Lindsay you already guessed what the ending is so like we don't even need it's to true, know, guess it. what Aaron's doing like it's I this Felisa's I've mentioned Felisa a few times I'm sorry like I don't know why but she's writing some really good comments but she was saying that she doesn't believe that like Aaron is trying to become a dictator um i think that maybe he's just like trying he just wants to get rid of the titans man he just wants he wants to just it's like i'm sorry i'm 100 percent on Lindsay's um fan fiction or whatever the hell we want to call it but I'm, last I, episode, I kind yeah. of feel like that's how it's gonna go i think that he's just i don't even think he cares about who's the victims like how it's gonna play out who's gonna get power he's just like i want to get all the titans and i just want to get rid of them like by you think, like re- restore the eldians to what would be considered like a a human life whoa i just hit my mic <laughs> a, a, a human uh, where they don't have to deal with these powers and they don't yes. have to be the target of fear and such because they have 100%. them like just like, like getting just rid like, of the powers altogether like getting rid of 100%. i mean i and i that would even the playing field i suppose and it would eliminate a lot of the problems like as far as like Eldians interacting with other nations and things like that, if they, if this, if this like thing didn't exist anymore. A hundred percent. That's exactly what I think. I think yeah. that he doesn't care who gets power. If there's an empire, what happens? Like, he's just like, get rid of this power that is like humans shouldn't have control mm-hmm. over at all. You know what I mean? I, I don't even think he's thinking that far ahead. You know, and honestly, I like what you were saying about Hanji. Like, she's just like, can we all just slow down and take a breath here? And no, and it's just all happening like this. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and she's just like, wh- like you know, she goes to Aaron. She's like, dude, I'm your friend. Like, literally the most emotional maturity we've seen from any character, yeah. like in the entire series. Like, she's like, yeah. hey, like you're in jail right now. You killed a bunch of people. Like I'm trying to just like hear you out. And then he's you're also just, talking to yourself in the mirror, like a weirdo. Yes. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yes. Like it's like Hanji. I I'm totally team Hanji, but it's just like she. It's like you said. She's just trying to keep this thing afloat, and it's just like all hell's breaking loose. But I I mean like it's hard for me to even say like 
how I feel about Aaron, how I feel about Zeke or anything. Cause it's, I, I'm kind of like in Hanji spot. Like, I'm just like, can we all just take a breath and yeah, like, we're all out. on the same team, right? Like we're all just yeah. trying to figure it out. Like we all think, just want to be happy, but like, I, I don't know. It's just all I going think what you're crazy. saying makes sense though. Just in that, like about him wanting to get rid of all the powers, because the last time we saw him kind of get upset about something is when they had that meeting and they were talking about how the powers will have to continually be passed on and they have to breed a whole bunch. And he got really upset about yeah. the idea of breeding them like cattle. Yeah. So um, I think that does tie into at least some of his, his um, beliefs. And I don't know, maybe like part of his moroseness is finding out that he is related to titans and they killed his mom and did all this destruction and he knows that he could be one or well, he is one because he has these powers now but it's that he always could have been one i think yeah. but still still i don't know because I, I even if that's his end goal right now he's teaming up essentially with with extremists yes. yeah i 100% yeah. agree with you i mean like that makes me question him too because i'm like Low in my gut, I'm like, Aaron's not about like this empire. I, I don't know. Again, we I could be totally wrong, and then he ends up being like Darth Vader. I don't know, but yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's like in my gut, I feel like he's just first of all, it was interesting, Lindsay. You just touched on this briefly. I think he has a lot of self-loathing. I think he really hates himself. Yeah, you know, and I, it's like I it's actually like a, a huge touch on just like where his mental state is, you know what I mean? Like, I just think like he's in a really dark, bad place. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, we'll only see how that all plays out. But like, I just feel like at this point, he like, he doesn't even care who he's teaming up with. He's just like, get me out of here and let me get my goal done. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, it is kind of, but then you see who he's siding with and you're just kind of like, okay. So yeah. yeah. James, what do you think, James? I mean, I think, Aaron's head? I, I think like, like you all were saying, we really need to know what it is that Zeke told him that convinced mm -hmm. him to completely turn on his friends and to turn on, you know, the, the, the country that he served and to turn on, you know, what, what we would assume are his values and his beliefs. Um, and I, I agree with you, Lindsay, that he very clearly is still motivated with what I'm sure he believes are like the best interests of, of, of his people, or at the very least, what he thinks is like the the i like the the morally or the 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 ideally correct end goal. But I think until we know like what like information or what big revelation that Zeke dropped on him in order to get him to turn, it's yeah. going to be really hard for us to to say whether or not. I don't. I think a part of the show is always going to be that. I don't want to make definitive statements. I, I don't know how the, how they could argue that his actions have been justified because I think so many of the characters have gone out of their way to point out why they haven't been. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I don't think the show has like completely disengaged from him as like a sympathetic protagonist. I think it's just doing that thing where it's, it's going to, there's going to be some big reveal where we're meant to go, Oh, this is why yeah. he did what he did. And I, I do think that it will eventually be that he's not pro empire as much as he is pro you know, like you said, getting rid of the Titans. But the real yeah. question is going to be, can we still accept him as our, as as a hero or even an anti-hero, given everything that he's done? Yeah. It starts to know. become like, where do you draw your line as? Like, it, it should, at the, like, the best kind of fiction is going to get you to think about uh, your own moral standing and where, where you're at and evaluate that. 
And so Aaron can be a litmus test for that in a way. So you have you have a character who obviously has a complicated mental state, um, who, you know, has he lives in a world where monsters are real, um, where people are subjugated and uh, there's these complicated political inner workings. But if you start taking the pieces separately and looking at them and then put the whole picture together, you kind of have to come to that conclusion of, like you said, whether he's a sympathetic character, whether he's um, still a hero and anti-hero um, or do the ends justify the means. And I think, I think, um, I think they don't, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's, and that's coming from my, you know, my, my own personal standpoint of, of, what's happened in the show so far, the information that I currently have, and then um, my personal stances that make me be able to live with myself. And that's something I said when we first started doing this podcast and something that the show constantly makes you think about is do the ends justify the means? Uh, What choices can you make that you would be able to live with? And I wouldn't be able to live with the choices that Aaron has made. So for me, um, I'm interested to see where, the story goes but i'm not particularly supportive of him right now yeah maybe maybe we'll come in next week or in two weeks and i'll be like all right okay now that i have all this background information da, 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 da. but as for right now like aaron's on my shit list he's so. on the bad list for sure yeah, yeah. and I, I think that um like y'all said we just got to see what happens like i think that's like the toughest part is that like we grew up with all these kiddos, you mm-hmm. know, and Aaron was the protagonist and we've seen a lot of development. Like he has grown up a lot, but he's done some like incredibly questionable things in this season. Like things that I was just like, yo, like I'm supposed to love you. Cause I've been watching this show for years. And like, why am I like suddenly feeling myself turning on you? You know? So I, I don't know, I, but it, I'm like in the same boat as Lindsay. I'm like, maybe there is something that's going to happen that we're, that's going to redeem him. But like, definitely, I think what's just been so shocking is that like, I find myself falling in love with and connecting with characters that I used to be like, oh God, you're so evil. I hate you. Like, I yeah. am not like Reiner. Like, yeah. I was like, you are like uh, manipulative and you trick these people and you pretended to be their friends and you treat yeah. Bert Holt like a second class citizen. And I love Bert Holt. He's just <laughs> this innocent, sweet boy. And you just boss him around. all the time. Like I did not like Reiner at all. And then like this final season, like I've just been like, this is just, I mean, a completely different story. Like I, we should, I should do a video on like why I love Reiner essentially. But um, yeah, anyways, it's like seven of six right now, but um okay. Yeah, I'm like, y'all, this has been so much fun. Like, I absolutely adore Lindsay and James, obviously. But, like, I just want to say, like, thank y'all. Like, this show is, again, just four episodes. And we have had roughly 70 people watching the entire time. So, like, thank you so much for everybody watching. Thank you to everyone behind the scenes, too. We got, like, a whole team behind the scenes keeping everything straight. But um, for all those people watching, please... If you don't already, subscribe to our YouTube page. Make sure you follow us on social media. We're on every single platform. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're thinking about launching a TikTok. I'm going to get Lindsay doing TikTok dances <laughs> in, in maid outfits. And this I need to see. It's happening. Exactly. So, and she won't hit her mic. Like, we're going to work on no, it. No, I'll hit the mic. Like, I'm clumsy <laughs> AF. Like, <laughs> dancing on TikTok is... 
I mean, yeah. watch it for the humor because I'm going to land on my ass. That's just what's going to happen. Only I've if you have those kitties in the background, though. Otherwise, you cannot make a TikTok. Other, but like, if, as long as that kitty blanket's in the background, I'm here yeah. for it. But um, yeah, like again, if thank you for everyone for showing up, and please make sure you just follow us on all the different social media platforms. So for real, yeah, that's my two cents. And remember, I everyone. Oh, yeah, and um. Oh, okay. Well, I, I still have a final comment. I have a final comment on Attack on Titan, though. I just want to reaffirm before we go that in the end, what I really, really hope for is freedom for the Eldians. I just don't want to see them become the oppressors. So here's hoping that that can happen somehow and that Attack on Titan will, will, uh, will, will deliver. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back again next Monday. Same exact time, same exact place. Um, see you later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.